Good day everyone, good day everyone, happy Sunday and welcome to the sixth episode of the Purpose Driven Life by Requiring. Happy Father's Day to the fathers listening to this sixth episode. I hope you enjoyed your day today and I hope every one of you went to church today. I hope you were blessed. Today I'm going to talk about life is a temporary assignment. Psalm 39 verses 4. Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered and that my life is fleeing away. Psalm 119 verses 19. I am here on earth for just a little while. Life on earth is a temporary assignment. The Bible is full of metaphors that teach about the brief, temporary, transient nature of life on earth. Life is described as a mist, a fast runner, a breath, and a whiff of smoke. The Bible says, For we were born, for we were born, but yesterday, our days on earth are as transient as a shadow. To make the best use of your life, you must never forget two truths. First, compared with eternity, life is extremely brief. Second, earth is only a temporary residence. You won't be here long, so don't get too attached. Ask God to help you see life on earth as he sees it. David prayed, Lord, help me to realize how brief my time on earth will be. Help me to know that I am here for but a moment more. Repeatedly, the Bible compares life on earth to temporarily living in a foreign country. This is not your permanent home or final destination. You are just passing through, just visiting earth. The Bible uses terms like alien, pilgrim, foreigner, foreigner, stranger, visitor and traveler to describe our brief stay on earth. David said, I am but a foreigner here on earth. And Peter explained, if you call God your father, leave your time as temporary resident on earth. Your identity is in eternity and your homeland is heaven. When you grasp this truth, you will stop worrying about having it all on earth. God is very blunt about the danger of living for the here and now and adopting the values, priorities and lifestyles of the world around us. When we flit with the temptations of this world, God calls it spiritual adultery. The Bible says, you are cheating on God if all you want is your own way, flirting with the world every chance you get. You end up enemies of God and his way. Imagine if you were asked by your country to be an ambassador to an enemy nation. You would probably have to learn a new language and adapt to some customs and cultural differences in order to be polite and to accomplish your mission. As an ambassador, you would not be able to isolate yourself from the enemy. To fulfill your mission, you would have to have contact and relate with them to them. But suppose you became so comfortable with this foreign country that you fell in love with it, preferring it to your homeland. Your loyalty and commitment will change. Your role as an ambassador will be compromised. Instead of representing your home country, you would start acting like the enemy. You would be a traitor. The Bible says we are Christ's ambassadors. Sadly, many Christians have betrayed their king and his kingdom. 
they have foolishly concluded that because they live on earth is their home. It is not. The Bible is clear. Friends, this world is not your home. So don't make yourselves cozy with it. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. God wants us to not get too attached to what's around us because it is temporary. We are told those in frequent contact with the things of the world should make good use of them without becoming attached to them for this world and all it contains will pass away. Compared with other centuries, life has never been easy for much of the Western world. We are constantly entertained, amused, and catered to. With all the fascinating attractions, mesmerizing media, and enjoyable experiences available today, it's easy to forget that the pursuit of happiness is not what life is about. Only as we remember that life is a test, a trust, and a temporary assignment, will the appeal of these things lose their grip on our lives. We are preparing for something even better. The things you see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see now will last forever. The fact that earth is not our ultimate home explains why, as followers of Christ, we experience difficulty, sorrow, and rejection in this world. It also explains why some of God's promises seem unfulfilled, some prayers seem unanswered, and some circumstances seem unfair. This is not the end of the story. In order to keep us from becoming too attached to earth, God allows us to feel a significant amount of discontent and dissatisfaction in life, longings that will never be fulfilled on this side of eternity. We are not completely happy yet because we are not supposed to be. Earth is not our final home. We were created for something much better. A fish will never be happy living on land because it was made for water. An eagle could never feel satisfied if it wasn't allowed to fly. So you will never feel completely satisfied on earth because you were made for more. You will have happy moments here, but nothing compared with what God has planned for you. Realizing that life on earth is just a temporary assignment should radically alter your values. Eternal values, not temporal ones, should become the deciding factors for your decision. As C.S. Lewis observed, all that is not eternal is eternally useless. The Bible says we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. It is fatal mistake to assume that God's goal for your life is material prosperity or popular success as the world defines it. The abundant life has nothing to do with material abundance and faithfulness to God does not guarantee success in a career or even in ministry. So never focus on temporary crowns. Paul was faithful, yet he ended up in prison. John the Baptist was faithful, but he was beheaded. Millions of faithful people have been killed. They have lost, they have lost everything or have, become, have come to the end of life with nothing to show for it. But the end of life is not the end. In God's eyes, the greatest heroes of faith are not those who achieve prosperity, success, and power in this life, but those who treat this life as a temporary assignment and serve faithfully, expecting their promised reward in eternity. The Bible says this about God's Hall of Fame. All these great people died in faith, 
They did not get the things that God promised his people, but they saw them coming far in the future and were glad. They said they were like visitors and strangers on earth. They were waiting for a better country, a heavenly, a heavenly, a heavenly country. Sorry. So God is not ashamed to be called their God because he has prepared a city for them. Your time on earth is not the complete story of your life. You must wait unto heaven for the rest of the chapters. It takes faith to live on earth as a foreigner. An old story is often repeated of a retiring missionary coming home to America on the same boat, boat as the President of the United States. This is the author talking. Sharing crowds, a military band, a red carpet, banners, and the media welcomed the president home. But the missionary slipped off the ship unnoticed. Feeling self-pity and resentment, he began complaining to God. Then God gently reminded him, But, but my child, you are not home yet. You will not be in heaven two seconds before you cry out. Why did I place so much importance on things that were so temporary what was i thinking why did i waste so much time energy and concern on what wasn't going to last when life gets tough when you're overwhelmed with doubt or when you wonder if living for christ is worth the effort remember that you are not home yet at death you won't leave home you will go home Always remember that this world is not your home. Thank you so much for listening to the sixth episode of The Purpose Driven Life. And I hope that you learned a lot from it. Bye. Have a good day.